Reduce. Reuse. Repost. Hello, humans, and welcome back to another episode of the Pickety Podcast. Did you miss my voice? Did you miss me waking you up every Monday morning? Because I fucking bet you do. You had a one-week break class, and now I'm back to ruin your fucking Monday morning. What's up, everybody? It's Nat. And Janice, you're psycho. <laughs> I had two cups of tea today already. Uh, for those who don't know, I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous episodes, but um, I've been telling Janice that I've been very excited to get my Nespresso for, I think, the past like, three or four months. And every time I say I'm excited, she tells me to shut the fuck up, which is fine because I have been saying it almost every day. Um, but I am a uh, milk tea drinker. For those who don't know what milk tea is, culture yourselves. It's delicious. Try it. I'm not talking about bubble tea. I'm talking about just straight milk tea, like black tea with milk and honey. It's beautiful. It's a British thing. You know what? Is it my- not? I think so. I think so. Yeah, because Asian milk tea is like, like it's like, it's I mean, it's kind of the same, but like, I think they use a heavier milk in, in Asian milk tea. Yeah, I think you're right. But you know what? I'm not about to drink that heavy ass milk every day, <laughs> nor do I have <laughs> those expensive tea leaves. So I ain't about to do that. But you know what? I'm kind of wired. So that's the, uh, the vibe. I need that energy. Sorry. I'm like not wired. I need that energy. Oh, I'm okay. not wired. I need you know, to be wired. So it's fine. But, you know, I'm really wired. Uh, it's 2021, y'all. <laughs> time you're going to be listening to this. So happy new year. Hope you guys had a safe uh, New Year's day, eve, whatever you call it. And yeah, we're fine. With a new-, <laughs> new Year's day, eve. <laughs> we're bringing back with a new one. <laughs> What it's like when this is released, it's like four days into the new year. Yep. Honestly, the new year doesn't even really feel like the new year this year. I feel like we're constantly in limbo. Like every day waking up and kind of like doing the same thing. Yeah, I just feel like the new year is like the same as yesterday, you know? Yeah, it's just any other day. It's like when your birthday is like kind of the same day. Like no offense. Like you know, know. about it. Do like, I-, I know people say, like, the older you get, like, your birthdays don't really matter anymore. And I think, like, I already feel that way, and I'm not even that old. <laughs> it's, like, so depressing. <laughs> I think it's just, like, when life hits you at, like, a certain point. Or, like, you know, like, during that time when you just don't prioritize that as much. Because, like, we're not, like, five anymore, and we don't expect to get, like, we don't expect to invite our, like, kindergarten best friend buddies over to have ice cream cake and have a clown and open presents you know what I mean like it's not we, we lost oh, damn we lost the child like innocence role fuck, you know, it's bro. so sad oh, I was just like this year it's like what do you want for your birthday I was like I don't know man like I just kind of want to eat like I don't really yeah. care like yeah. like I think before I also had so much angst when it came to like having birthday parties because you're like oh my gosh like shimmy should we invite this person, that that person, where this person gets mad? And then, like, after that, like, couple those couple of years, you kind of just, like, do fuck it. Like, who cares who comes? Like, if you want to come, sure. If you don't, like, whatever. I don't want to yeah. celebrate. So, 2021, y'all, the year of fuck it. Cause I literally just want to eat what I want to eat and then, like, chill. Or, like, just sounds, do nothing. That sounds like a great time. I, anyway. I wish I could do that every day. Eat what I want to eat and just chill. Sounds I great. hope I'm not like this when I'm older. Like, maybe I'll be able to like do something more exciting, like travel. 
Oh yeah, that'll that'll definitely come with time. I feel like once everyone gets the vaccine, uh, it's not really available yet in Canada to regular peeps. But you know, when it is, please get vaccinated, please. Um, Except for those anti-vaxxers, don't know how they feel. We don't want to go into that. All of y'all <laughs> out there at the Vancouver Art Gallery with your anti everything, you know, because you don't believe in one thing, clearly. Yes. Get out of here. You're ruining it for everyone. This is why we have a peak in cases. And all of y'all partiers, stop. Fuck. Some of my friends did not get to celebrate any of their holidays with their parents because of y'all. Mm-hmm. And they're like not even in the same city or country as them. Exactly. And it's like, even if they are in the same city, they're not in the same household. Yeah. So like, screw you. <laughs> this is like a perfect leeway into like our topic, which is about how we would raise our kids facts but before we get into our topic oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a new year baby <laughs> but don't forget to follow us on our instagram at reduce reuse repose podcast and give us a follow on spotify and a subscribe and follow on apple music and if you enjoy our podcast please leave a five-star review we would really much appreciate that that's my usual housekeeping and we are back with nat <laughs> all right so as janice already spoiled the topic for today <laughs> um, we are going to be talking about which is funny because I didn't even see that as a perfect segue so good one good one I know right um, that was, yeah that was really good I didn't even see that um, we are going to be talking about uh, how we would raise our kids so um, I was watching YouTube obviously Wait, but like first of all didn't you say like you were unsure about kids for a while and then like you're oh, still kind of sitting on that yeah you, and, you know what's funny I think I don't know, like, clearly it's because I'm, like, still immature in the fact where, like, probably immature and selfish still in my, in the stage of my life right now where I'm, like, I don't know if I want to have kids because I have seen, okay, not really seen, I've had a glimpse of how much. I saw that one kid at the mall. (laughs) Dude, man. Fuck, man. (laughs) I've had, like, a glimpse into how hard it is to take care of a child, obviously being a child myself, like, someone's child. You know, like, looking back on my years, I was like, God damn, like, why did I do that? You know, like, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. Janice knows the story, though. I don't know if you remember it. But when I was a kid, I was so fucking dramatic. Like, I swear to God. Like, I think so I got into... Anymore? Okay, well, I asked... <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> a different level, I I wouldn't do shit like this now. This is a story. So this is when I was a kid. Um, I remember getting into a fight with my mom um, about something, like, probably really small, um, which I don't remember, which is probably go- probably goes to show how small it was. Um, and I threatened to leave the house. I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this house. I'm going to leave. Um, so I went upstairs to my room, packed my bags. And like, mind you, I think I was in like grade three or four at this point, which I don't know how old I was, but I was definitely under 10. <laughs> like maybe I was just 10 or like, you know what I mean? I was like oh, double digits. Like you can't fucking touch me no more. Like, I'm an adult. Like, I was 16. <laughs> no, bad. <laughs> if I was 16, like, shit, that's really bad. Um, and then I went into my room, and, you know, as a 10-year-old, you don't have a lot of possessions, right? You have, like, your school fucking, your fucking school supplies, your pillow, and all that kind of shit. So my ass thought I was uh, going to be, like, a runoff artist, right, to make money. So I packed all of my watercolors, all of my sketchbooks, that I like my parents purchased for me for school for art class um and I put it all in like this like you know those like rolly backpack bags yeah like the kids, 
yeah I had I had one of those because obviously like if you didn't have that you weren't cool right, when you were dead mine was yeah. blue it had a silver butterfly on it I remember it was one of my favorite backpacks growing up I packed all of that shit into my like suitcase roller backpack went out the door um and I was like you know I thought I was like hot shit I was starting my mom was gonna leave I was like thinking that she was gonna be like don't leave like I'm sorry no that shit did not happen she opened the door for me slammed the door I walked like three times around the block I think and then I immediately regretted my decision I ran back to the house and I was like banging on the door like no no let me back in police I'm sorry and then like literally she like left me outside for like 15 minutes and I was like sobbing and crying but like because I lived in a cul-de-sac um our neighbors were pretty close right so it's like these like quote three blocks around and literally just three circles oh my <laughs> god just walking around like three circles like at like 3 p.m on a Saturday or some shit like probably thought you were like delusional probably the, the neighbors probably thought I had problems <laughs> and then she let me back in she said are you done like are you done and I was like, oh my God, like, yes, of course. I'm like sobbing and crying, like I'm a hot mess. So like that story was essentially just like, when I remember that and then I and I look at the fact that it's like, that's what it's like to have a kid. I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yeah. wow. Like I did that and I don't know if I could handle that. Because <laughs> it's like, I dude, for, like, fuck. I think for me, like hearing those kind of stories, like even like myself, like, I don't think I was, like, a dramatic child, but I was, like, really sassy and, like, super, like, petty and, like, passive and, like, just, like, way – like, speaking way too, like, like I guess aggressive for, like, a child. And, like, it wasn't aggressive, like, oh, my God, I hate you. Like, go away. Go away. It was more so, like, like my mom would be, like, do you want that? And I would just look at it and be, like, no. Why would I want that? Like, you know what I mean? So much yeah. attitude as a yeah. kid. And, like, for me, I'm just, like, excited to, like, discipline my kids. Like, maybe I'm a little sadistic, <laughs> but, like, also, like, if my kid was to be, like, oh, I'm going to run away, I'd be, like, let me help you. Let me help me pack your bag. Like, you should go. Go Dude. and live your life. Like, you don't need me. Like, I'm excited for that because I think that's, like, so funny. But, like, I don't know if I would actually I'd be comfortable, like, letting my kid walk out, like, around because, like, I'm le- – like, I love true crime and, like, that shit's just horrifying. But, like, nowadays, oh, yeah. like – you know, you can put tracking devices on your kids, so like whatever. Dude, fuck. <laughs> but like, Black yeah, mirror? like, like as much as like, um, I think like yeah, like also like even when I had a dog, when I got a dog, like you kind of get a taste of like how much attention you have to put towards like like even an animal, right? And like at the end, of the, like when you first get them, you're kind of just like confused as to like how to communicate with them because like yeah. obviously they don't speak, <laughs> like they only bark, and then like you're trying to like you know teach them to do things and like it's the same thing like when you have like a baby right like you're everything you do is like impressionable to them and it's like really important how you raise them mm-hmm. and I think like um certain people like don't realize that like it's a lot of time and work and it's not as beautiful as you think and like even pregnancy itself is like so hard like dude yeah when you I think like um the biggest thing for me was like um like I learned that like my mom had miscarriages before me and she said it was really sad but like it was just something like never really talked about and then like Chrissy Teigen like had that like post where she like shared everything and like just in general how like 
you know, people don't want to talk about it because it's like so depressing and it's not like the beautiful side of like pregnancy and having a child. Mm -hmm. It's just like a child like coming into this world, like everything about it, like from the beginning to the end, it's just like it's all like so much. And like it does freak me out that like everything is like so impressionable to them. You know, like how many videos have you seen like a kid being like, fuck and it's like oh my god like where did you learn fuck from and it's like oh <laughs> yeah. like, I heard it somewhere and it's just like literally like they don't even know what it means but they like say it and it just goes mm-hmm. to show that like you know your kid when they grow up they can be acting a certain way that you think is like normal because of like what you taught them but other people see it like could see it as like different weird like like not proper you know and it's just like it's scary because then you have to put them in the world trying to figure it out themselves like yeah how to like mix between the two and yeah like I just I think like definitely the idea of kids are like scary and I don't think you're immature or like it's wrong to be selfish to like not want kids right now because Mm -hmm. I think like you're just actually being more mature and responsible because it doesn't make sense right now for you to have a kid because that's not your focus in life. And right now you want to be selfish because when you do have a kid and stuff like that, like have a family, like you can't afford to anymore. And like, you know, like you, you, you have to be thinking selfishly for the kid you know Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. you can no longer just be selfish for yourself so I don't necessarily think you're being immature I think like actually that's a sign of maturity that like you realize that you know this time in my life like I don't think having a kid is the best thing you know but I feel like I feel like there's part of me as well that's like like I think of like just like the simple thoughts where it's like the fact that I'm gonna have to deal like I'm fine with poop I'm fine with barf I'm like I'm okay with like you know like what is that like up uh like you know what up spit is that what it's called like you know when babies like spit stuff out because like they can't chew it or whatever anyways the only thing that I really think about that I cannot stand is snot like baby snot oh please when you have your kid you ain't gonna wear what the fuck's on their face like like, when you look at what but I mean like I know what you mean like when I look at a kid and they have like food all over their face just like but it's also (laughs) like when it's your kid you're kind of just like (laughs) you're gonna use your hand and like wipe it off and then right put in your pants yeah true yeah okay you know you know like it's that immediate thing where like I realize that I'm just like wow like am I even fit to be like not say not fit to be here but am I like I it's like a clear sign for me to be like wow you can't even deal with a little bit of snot like there's no way you know what I mean yeah like, right now obviously but it's like it's just funny to me because I'm like yeah like so everything that you said it's like I think right now being selfish for yourself and then like if you're thinking about having kids later is that kind of like notion that you're technically being selfish for the kid right because if you were to have a kid right now and you can't afford it it's kind of difficult not saying that those people who choose to do that are being like you know that, that's a like, quote wrong or whatever it's just like how I see things is that I'm not fit right now in any way shape or form to have a a child (laughs) yeah and I think that's like totally fine because I think it's harder for people to realize that than it is for them to like do it like I feel like people are just oh I want it I want to do it I want to do it like and then it's like okay but you don't really like not we're not Kylie Jenner okay like we don't have (laughs) billions of dollars that like we literally can just leave our house 
or leave our kid in a like beautiful house that's like with like a bunch of nannies and help and like a nice like room everything provide everything for her like literally mm-hmm. like her her job is her like herself like selling herself and it's just like mm-hmm. I don't think like like I don't think it applies to everyone right like yeah people who are like average like have to work a nine to five like have to do like a lot to like save money and like your money is going into like everything like it's not like you have an abundance of like shit to like spread right so mm-hmm. I think it's fair like I don't think like everyone's and I also don't think everyone's meant to have a child I don't think everyone That's should true. be a parent like yeah. I think I think it's it's like I think it's um I definitely think it's a privilege to be able to like have a child and like mm-hmm. support them and give them everything they need but like I think certain people like just don't have the mentality, not mentality, but I guess like that's not what they want in life and that's not what equates like to their happiness. And I think that's Mm -hmm. like, that should be fine. Like I also don't think people should shame people for like not wanting to have kids. Like Mm -hmm. it might be like a source of happiness for me, let's say, but it might not be for you. And I don't, and I think like people who are like, Oh, like don't you want to have like your kid to like carry on your legacy whatever it's like I feel like I used to think like that because of my parents but like if you really think about it like I think some people just aren't meant to be parents because they cannot act like like selfless mm-hmm. and I don't think that means they're bad I just think like you know people have gone through different <clears throat> like like paths in lives and like you don't know if that's necessarily like what they see as like something they can do Right. And I feel yeah, like that's totally. better to like not do than it is to like force yourself into it because of what other people say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to, you can't go into having kids like half assly. Yeah. Like, exactly. And like you have to like be able to, you know, fully um, devote yourself to this child that you have created and raise the child it's it is your responsibility right and it's like if people don't prioritize that then I agree with you I don't think that um having a child is necessarily everybody's source of happiness or everyone's like next thing to mark off on their like milestone list of their life or whatever you know what I mean yeah and I think just like um yeah like I feel like some people like go like get into like parenting and having a child obviously like when it's unplanned for mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like obviously in those situations like it's not really about like you should have could have would have right it's more so just like you know how are you willing to like uh resolve like what not resolve but like how are you going to handle like what's given to you right now right and I think obviously it's not equal for everyone like not everybody has a choice yeah you know yeah Damn, that got uh, deep real fast, <laughs> as it always does. Like, if you really th- like, because if you really think about it, like, I feel like we're speaking in a sense where like we do have a choice, like we do have like the resources and the family and the friends to like support us, like on which decision we make. But it's like, like how many times have we heard like people who have unplanned pregnancies, mm-hmm. not because like oh they chose to like not use protection, but it's like. Well, what if they weren't educated around it or like what if they didn't have the money to like afford protection or like what yeah. if they've been raped right like yeah. literally like not everyone has equal opportunity and I think like of course we're just like sharing more of the sides on like what we do know but mm-hmm. yeah like I think just like 
the like that's why I, I told you like in the previous episodes I think I said like there's like a thing going around where like um it's like sustainability right having a kid is not sustainable like you should Facts. just adopt yeah that's what like there people there is like an organization who promotes that and you know what I mean so it's just like mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many layers to like that yeah totally damn I don't know why, like, every time, like, I rehear that, like, um, sentence that having kids is not sustainable, it's, like, it's so true, but I never thought of it that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never thought yeah. about having a child as, like, I guess, I like, quote, a bad thing. It's always been, like, a good thing. Like, you should have this and whatever. Like, you should have a kid. It teaches you things, blah, blah, blah. But, like, when you think about the impact um, on, like, creating another human to consume more it really is not sustainable (laughs) yeah but it's like not pretty right it's not pretty to say it's not pretty to believe in it's not pretty to like market so it's like Mm -hmm. obviously like seeing how uh the world works we only like to show what we think looks good yeah facts so if you didn't take anything from that uh, discussion that we just had, is that Nat is not yet ready to have kids and does not know if she will uh, have Neither kids. am I. Yeah, Janice is also not ready to have kids. Um, but I think she's more inclined to have a child than I am currently. Yeah. Sorry, not, not presently, but, you know, like mentally later on in life, she is more prepared to have a child than like, I am. I think I know, like, I think I know I want a child. Yeah. A child but like two. that's like unsure. I don't know. Yeah. And but like I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure on marriage, but I think that is. Yeah. I yeah, so. I want to get married. Don't know about kids. Janice doesn't have kids. Doesn't know about marriage. There yeah, you like have I it. To, like I the episode. To, just kidding. <laughs> seriously, I used to think that like you have to follow that. Like you have to. Yeah. Find someone you love. Want to spend the rest of your life with get married, have a children. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like how could she have a kid without being married? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, it's oh my not- god, yeah. Also heads up, I did not pick up on this trend because of whatever the fuck's going on on like social media. Like I know a lot of people have like baby daddies or whatever, but that's not the case <laughs> for me. Like I literally thought about this like 5 6 years ago. I can when, confirm like, this. I can confirm yeah, this. When I was just like, I don't know if I want to get married. Like it's just so it can be so messy, blah 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 like and then also there's a side where it's like, yes, but I do want to devote myself to someone that like, like it's a commitment, right? It's a committing your like, your everything to like one person because you truly care about them. You want to share everything with them. But like, I'm also like a really practical and realistic person where like, yeah. I look at the other side of things, right? So it's just like, that's how I see it. And it's nothing to do with like, oh my God, I think being a, being a baby mama or having a baby dad is so cool. Like, no. Yeah, okay? no. This is something I thought about years ago. So just wanted to oh put that God. out there in case people think that I'm trying to be trendy with my marriage or whatever <laughs> shit dude i didn't even know that was a trend what the <laughs> well like if you think about it like so many like i mean it's unconventional right unconventional right, is what sells yeah. now right yeah, but like very true yeah but that's not what i'm buying into okay mm-hmm. i have my own opinions that i had way before and it's not because of some unconventional trend that i think like being a baby mama or having a baby dad is hot shit okay yeah well, yeah, like that's that's pretty much like what that conversation was. But that's actually the perfect segue. Another perfect segue Segway. into <laughs> into um, I guess like uh, I guess what we can call like the core of this kind of um, discussion that we would like to have is the difference between um, 
like how you would parent your child, right? Like we've already deduced the fact of whether or not we will have children. And if we do decide to have children, uh, how would you parent your child? So there was a uh, interesting, I guess, article and a couple of videos that I came across just like, you know, browsing the internet as one does in quarantine. It's very nice. Well, not really quarantine. It's more so just like, you know, staying out of the way and not trying to get COVID. Um, <laughs> the idea of uh, the free range kids movement. So for those of you out there who don't know what that is, um, there was a, I guess it's, I guess it's called a scandal. Not really. It's just like a, something that's unconventional. Again, welcome to the day of unconventional things. Um, of a New York Sun columnist uh, who wrote a story about letting her nine-year-old son find his own way home on uh, Home Alone on a New York subway. So um, apparently... Uh, people like called in to like the police station to be like, yo, there's this nine-year-old kid on the subway by himself. Like, this is so dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Um, this lady whose name is Lenore, I cannot pronounce her last name, but it is- Try, try. Okay, fuck. Okay, I'm trying really hard right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, Skenazi. Sorry, nice. Lenore, if you're listening to this. This is Skenazi. I'm sorry if your name, <laughs> I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, but she was actually called America's worst mom for doing that. So, yeah, she was called. Uh, yeah, she was called um, America's Worst Mom. She was like invited to a bunch of TV shows. Like she, uh, I believe she like um, she founded the, the movement called the Free Range Kids Movement, which is kind of funny because when I hear Free Range, I think of Free Range Chicken. Uh, anyway, me too. Uh, that's why when you said that, when you told me earlier, we're gonna be talking about free range parenting. I'm like, what? So you let your kids run around in a backyard? <laughs> yeah. Like, huh? Yeah, eating the fresh grass, like not eating like processed food. Like no. Yeah, so, I'm like okay. Yeah, it's, it's essentially the opposite of having, like, uh, I guess, like stricter, more traditional parents, right? Like, clearly, it's not conventional to let your child ride a very busy New York subway home um, alone in this in society today, right? There's so many dangers and all these types of things um, that can happen. Uh, New York City's a little bit cray-cray, you know, they're known for that. We love it. We're here for it. But it's kind of scary. To some people, right? Like, I remember my parents wouldn't let me stay home alone, like, even at my own house, until I was at least 12. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't allowed to. I had to, if my parents could pick me up from school, I had to go to a friend's house. I had to, I don't know, stay at, like, after school care at school or, like, I don't know, go to, like, someone else would pick me up. You know what I mean? Like, someone that mm -hmm. my parents knew would go pick me up to, like, take care of me until my parents got off work to pick me up to go home, right? So mm -hmm. it's, like, there is that notion that, you know, with free range uh, parenting, I guess, it's more like you're giving your kids more freedom to do what they they want to do or like you think you shouldn't control a lot of things that your kids do. So like social media, for instance, or going out with their friends, for instance, no curfews, you know, like letting them cook. Like I know a bunch of parents who like don't want their kids to touch the stove until they're like 12 as well. You know what I mean? Like things like that, where it's like you kind of, I guess like in, in their, in their, uh, if I'm understanding this correctly, in their terms, um, you're letting them, you're like kind of stunting their growth, their own growth and their own exploration of what it is to be, I guess, like responsible, right? You're kind of restricting them. So yeah, just thought I'd bring that up because it's, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. It's like giving them less supervision and more freedom. Yeah, like, I think that's a balance because, like, I think certain things you should probably, like, supervise your kid on. But I also think that 
because we come from like an Asian background, like our parents are a lot more like strict and like uh, reserved than like, I guess, like Western style of like teaching. But like, I also feel like we were also lucky that our parents weren't as strict as like very, very traditional, like Asian parents. Like, I mean, I don't think we have to go into it, but like everyone knows like traditional Asian parenting is like very intense, right? And like it definitely can be toxic because I think like certain people come out of it feeling like they're so restricted and so controlled over everything that they do that they do rebel against like anything that they can when they get older, right? And I think that's why like a balance is so important. Like, I mean, hearing the fact that a nine-year-old child traveling alone on his busy subway to home sounds very scary, but I also feel like it's not fair to deem her as the worst parent because like you don't know how she raised her kid. You don't know what the kid knows. Like maybe that kid actually is smarter than a 12-year-old who has been restricted from doing anything. You know, like who knows? Like, you know, street smart and like book smart is so different. Totally, yeah. So it's like I feel like it's such a balance. Like you control your – if like I feel like what a lot of like Asian – traditional Asian – kids lack is like street smarts because they're so controlled like they're always in a controlled environment how are you supposed to learn from your mistakes if you're always like in a controlled environment like everything you do comes from something that you know has a direct involvement from someone above you whereas like when you have the ability to make mistakes and learn like there's so much more to that than it is to like always expect them to be perfect or like and I think like that's just because Asian parents are always like preventative 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 they don't they don't want them to make a mistake at all like they think mistakes are like bad and it's like Mm -hmm. yeah mistakes suck but it's like we all make them and I think them learning from it is way more valuable than having them not make a mistake right so like obviously in the situation of the subway like we don't have the full picture of like what how she parents like like you know how the kid was raised like how smart the kid is or whatever and like nowadays like everything is so technologically advanced it's like really hard to like not have like a footprint of some sort like a digital footprint that you're able to like trace everything you know what I mean like I feel like it's like you compare it to like the 80s and the 90s like there was so much trust around to a point where like literally there was no restriction on anything and like that's why kids got lost and kidnapped whatever it's like but I feel like we're not like that anymore you know and like honestly if you think about it like in um actually like in um I think more rural areas in like Asia like kids actually do do a lot more stuff on their own so it's weird so like the more like like I guess you could say that they're, like, traditional, but also, like, depending on, like, certain areas in, like, Asia. Like, I've my mom has actually told me, like, a lot of kids are, like, so independent. Like, so independent. Like, they're, like, doing errands at, like, eight or seven. So, it's, yeah. like, I feel like it just really depends. But, like, I guess, like, in the the traditional modern sense of, like, Asian parenting, like, it's a lot more controlled because, like, you know, it's like, you know, I feel like it's different if you're raised in like Hong Kong, which is like super trendy, like forward with technology. Whereas if you're raised in like a rural area in like China. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think I think just kind of like talking on that um, notion of privilege that you brought up before. It's like, 
like parents and kids who live in those rural areas don't really have the privilege of you know protecting their child it's almost like you have a child and like that child is not like they're not like how do I say this it's not that they're not being protected but they also have to um kind of earn their keep if that makes sense you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you saying that they have to like go out at eight or seven or eight to go like I don't know like go pick up groceries or whatever like go to the next door neighbors to grab something for me like things like that Mm -hmm. it's it's like they also need to help contribute whereas a lot of developed places are already like oh yeah like my child is only five my child is only nine like he should be indoors and safe and protected at all times right and it's like this idea that um that's a privilege to have like to protect your child and like keep them I guess guarded and sheltered is Mm -hmm. like it's a privilege right so it's like this notion of free-range parenting I think it's funny because like Janice and I, uh, sorry, Janice and I both grew up in uh, quite traditional households where we had this, uh, where we were, like, not sheltered, but we were, like, uh, I guess, a guarded, whatever, like, for a period of time where we were, like, you know, supposed to be home, we were were safe and sound, we had these rules of, like, you know, you know, come home after school and eat dinner with your family, blah, 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 like, let me know who you're going out with and things like that, which I don't think is outrageous. Right. I don't think the rules that our parents gave to us were necessarily outrageous. Like we were still allowed to like go out and hang with our friends. But it's just interesting because this notion of free range parenting is like letting your kids do whatever they want um, with little to no supervision. Just just to like almost like learn from your mistakes, learn from your mistakes. um, And if the if the consequences aren't like, quote, dire enough, like then the parent will come in and really teach the child you know what I mean so I think it's just like that's like good like I I think that's how I would want to like raise my kids like be be like balanced in like when I want to supervise and put them in a situation where it's like a little bit more like controlled but not entirely but also Mm -hmm. give them the freedom to like figure out what they want because I also feel like me growing up like I was always the child that like didn't want the the like the conventional things or like Mm -hmm. stuff that made sense yeah totally yeah so it's like obviously like I don't think I'm necessarily actually you know what no I am I am at like for at least like some more like traditional families I think what Janice was saying was is really like um true in the sense where I think everybody should maintain a balance between you know, free range parenting, and I guess, like, traditional parenting, I don't really think um, it's very healthy to restrict your child from doing something without explanation. I think that's my biggest thing, like, just telling kids no, and they're just like, why? And it's like, because I said so, I don't think that's a good enough reason, you know what I mean? Like, the kid will not understand, which is, which will make them want to do something more, which we've talked about in our um, sex cells, like, uh, episodes, right it's like telling kids not to do something more will make them more curious to do it like if you don't give them a reason that they understand yeah right it's it's gonna be like okay well like mom said no but like I kind of want to challenge that and it's like not the best attitude but I also don't blame them right because it's like it's something that you don't know and you're not given sufficient reason to make your own decision which is scary because then like you just follow something and then when something comes along you don't know what to do yeah I think because like as a parent, you always think, like, oh, because I know everything that's right and wrong, like, I'll just tell them. And it's, like, 
but maybe you can show them and have them tell you what they think it means before like you shut down what they think and then just like force them to like think your way totally. you know like it's like 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 I feel like kids that I see in those rallies against Black Lives Matter who are for like oh white white lives matter all lives matter like mm-hmm. those kids like you just can't blame them because they're in an environment where parents tell them that this is right this is normal what we believe is right and normal those people mm-hmm. are wrong if you have someone constantly telling you that like you're obviously going to believe them right so it's just like it's the same thing as if you were to shove like an opinion down your kid and be like this is right this is true like you know mom knows best like Mm -hmm. they're always just gonna like believe that and like nothing you say to them will like change it right so it's like how someone comes to this world really shows how they were raised you know and like how their parents were because it's it's gonna be a reflection of that yeah and like you know going back to the actual example of um why this movement started like I personally do not think I would let my child uh be by themselves at nine years old on a on a busy subway like I feel like you know me as a parent I'd be like I'd be scared you know I'd be like you know if you're gonna be on that by yourself and there's no other way like at least like text me call me you know when you're on where you are things like that Mm -hmm. just like having you know like maybe it's just me but like having that kind of sense of like um security knowing that my child is safe in you know maybe not the most ideal environment um is is good I think so it's like do I think Mm -hmm. I can be fully a free-range parent no I think there will be instances where I do believe that experience um and hands-on experience maybe because I'm more of like a hands-on learner um definitely helps people learn right? Like if, I don't know, if the kid, I don't know, bought something and it was too expensive or whatever, came home and started crying over it. And I'd be like, oh, well, my hard work, my, my hard earned money from doing chores. I'm not going to be like, I told you so, you know, just be like, oh, well, next time, you know, like maybe don't buy that if you don't really want to or whatever. Right. It's like letting your kids experience and make their own mistakes, I think is better. Like, you know, those parents who are like at like sandboxes and they're always telling their kids like not to fucking eat dirt. And then there's, like, that huge debate of, like, oh, like, yeah, a little bit of sand won't kill your child. But then the other parents are, like, oh, my God, there's so much bacteria in that, blah, 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 blah. It's, like, that's essentially the the parallel of, like, strict parenting and, like, being more chill. Right? It's, like, letting your kids eat and make mud pies versus, like, don't you dare touch anything that hasn't been sanitized. Like, it's too extreme. always be curious. Yeah, it's, like, why won't my parents let me eat mud pies? Everyone else is doing it. I wonder what it tastes like. And you figure yeah. out it's like shit and you'll stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. mud pies don't taste like pies, y'all. You know? I know, right? <laughs> Your kids and it's never like, gonna you know can't... that. Yeah, and like it's like we're not telling you like, oh yeah, let them eat poison and have them figure out that it's bad. <laughs> like it's not like that. It's just like yeah. I feel like there's something else you could say instead of saying like like when Nat said, like, no, like absolutely not, like no 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 and like yell at them and get upset. It's just yeah. like teach them like show them that like yeah it's not gonna taste good like mm-hmm. uh, nobody eats it like you like it's we it's it's like bad you know what mm-hmm. I mean like and I just feel like um that's why it's hard to be like a parent because like you need totally. to figure out when to draw the line between like you're being way too much or you're being way too lax you're being yeah. not you know enough it's like there's so many ways and it's just like that's the one thing that scares me about parenting like as much as I'm like yeah I can't wait to like tell my child like what the heck why would you do that <laughs> it's like 
also like you know a learning opportunity you know and I think like um yeah like that's I I I can I can understand why like it's scary for some people yeah I don't know just like the, the notion of being a parent because like my um I guess like my oldest cousin uh, has recently had a kid. Uh, well, not really recently. Like she, I think she's like three, three or four now. She's the cutest. Like she was so cute and all these things. But like, I only see like the pretty side of her, right? Like the good side of her, like the cute mm. photos and all these things. And then my uh, cousin, which is uh, her brother, recently sent me this video of her like being so bratty. And I'm like, I have never seen her in this light. Like she was like mm-hmm. kicking and crying and screaming and like, you know, like all over the couch, like just like, Rawr! like throwing a freaking tantrum but I was like holy shit I've never seen like I guess I guess she's my niece like I've never seen my niece like this right yeah and it's like I've only ever seen like the pretty little cute pictures and the cute outfits and like the, oh yeah Merry Christmas like da, 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 like happy Chinese New Year like all these things just like the cute like photos and I'm like oh yeah like obviously I knew it like she had her bratty moments but I've never actually seen it so when I saw yeah. it I was like wow like I don't know how I would react to that. It's except for like, I would really just have to keep my patience. You know what I mean? I would just really just have to be like, okay, like instead of me being like, shut up, (laughs) you know, like I would just have to like, like wait and just be like, are you embarrassed yet? Like, are you done? Mm -hmm. Like, are you done? Like, are you done now? Do you know that 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 does absolutely nothing for you? It gets you absolutely nothing. You know, it's like those instances where I'm like, can my patience be tested to that point? Yeah. And like, I think also like the idea of like, you know, going to parenting classes or like group parenting, like I think people stray away from that because there's like that stigma around it where it's like, oh, like if you go, it means you're a bad parent. It's just like, like, yeah, it's like, I feel like you just need to go in with like, oh yeah, I, I want to learn. Like maybe they will tell me something I know, but maybe they also tell me something I don't know. And it's like, what the fuck's wrong with that? Like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just like, it's like how mental health became a thing where it's like now people can share it like confidently and like totally. without feeling like shit because there's like a group of people out there who like respect that. And I think like same thing, like if, if we do it, don't give a fuck you want to go learn you want to help your kid in the long run it's way more worth it than like believing all the dumb shit people say yeah I mean like there's no one way to parent your child I mean there is the notion of you know whether or not hitting your child is (laughs) appropriate (laughs) you know what I mean yeah right and it's like I'm not gonna lie I've been you know smacked once or twice (laughs) like as a kid yeah and it's just but it's just like but people always take it like oh my gosh like violence and abuse towards your children like what the fuck like whenever I talk to like people who aren't raised in like a traditional or like an Asian family like they're like oh my gosh like were you hit as a kid I heard like you get hit as a kid like yeah, I heard oh Asian parents really, it's like yeah sure but like they're not beating us up and we come to school bruised and like with broken bones like yeah. it's a literal smack on the hand or like like a hit on the butt like we're not gonna die and like again people just take shit like so fucking out of proportion like asian parents don't go and beat their kids in a corner okay like they're just more vocal about how they feel about things and they'll give you a little bit of like a pinch so that you learn and it's just like like it's not asian parenting that's like abusive like it's just people are abusive that's why they abuse your kids and it's nothing to do with them being asian you know i think i think people need to draw the line where abuse really is and i don't want to say training because it's not training but it's just kind of like a more uh hands-on way of teaching your kids (laughs) pun intended but like (laughs) 
that's like that's what I mean right like yeah I got like hit once as a kid did I deserve it I don't really know I don't remember what I did like that's how much I it doesn't really affect me and I'm not saying that you know if if you're a parent you should go out and smack your kid once and they'll set you right like no it's like it's people's like own way of parenting right and I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not condoning or saying that you shouldn't do it it's not something that's like that it's just if you truly think that your child will learn from it and they need that like shock factor then sure like yeah maybe once or whatever or like you know just like a simple like I don't know like I don't want to call it simple because like you know like when my mom like, was like you know I'm about to hit you I'd be like ah, I'm scared you know and I stopped doing it you know like it's it's that kind of thing where it's like do something that they really don't like so they'll stop doing it right mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes kids are so unbearable example me and my you know stupid uh runaway story when I was young and I thought I was gonna be artist uh (laughs) it's like you could also call like that not the best way of parenting like shutting the door and not letting your kid letting your kid sob for 15 minutes outside like honestly I probably needed that or else I wouldn't have learned that maybe that's not the best way to go about things you know what I mean yeah exactly. it's like if my mom if my mom let me in right away I'd be like all right so she I own this house now if I run away, she will come back crawling to me. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's like that kind of weird sense where it's like, now I think I can do whatever I want. Right. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it sucks that I was a difficult child and I had to learn to respect my parents that way, but that's what had to be done. And I'm here now respecting my parents. Right. So yeah, it's like, exactly. it works different for each child. Like Janice didn't do that. <laughs> she didn't run away from home and like all do all this shit. Like I did that. It's different, right? Her parents are different. My parents are different. We are both like from Asian families, but you know, our parents parent differently as well. Right? So Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't think we had super strict parents. I mean, like Janice's mom would call her out of class to go get dim sum. I wish I got that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, for me, I just wrote letters to uh I just wrote fake letters and signed fake notes to be like, I'm going to skip a period. Did I have 12 missed classes uh, in my senior year? I did. And did my mom find out? Yes, she did. Did she recommend me for it? Not really, because I was graduated already. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, so what? I skipped a couple of religion classes. What you got to do? I still passed the course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? right? so, yeah. Some people just need to let loose a little no one's telling you to like like if you're uncomfortable doing whatever like the free range thing like we're not advertising it but we're also not advertising like one side of parenting it's just like just keep your doors open like keep yourself like open-minded like don't think it's like so black and white you know yeah yeah and it's like it's important to be talking about these things because like you you then kind of realize like you recognize your childhood experiences right and like how much you vowed when you were younger even now like, you see tendencies that your parent uh, from your parents that you don't like that you find annoying that you swear you'll never do right like you oh, everybody yeah, has that. you best believe like, you'll do it you know facts like do I, I always thought to myself i'd never be micromanaging in the kitchen sometimes i micromanage in the kitchen you know what i'm saying it's like what are you gonna mm-hmm. do it's, you know it's, it's like, just like, like i was raised that way you yeah and like you it's like if you're around that person enough, like, you just pick up on their habits. Like, you know exactly. how friends pick up on each other's habits. Like, it just fucking yeah. happens. Exactly. And it's like, like, you know, as long as it's not, like, you know, doing illegal substances to the point where you ruin your life or, you know, like, you just being a dick to everybody, like, those types of things, try not to pick those things up. It is inevitable, mm-hmm. but it's not completely irreversible, right? So mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, parenting's scary. It's hard to be a parent. I appreciate you, mom. appreciate you, dad. But, like, shit, I don't... 
25. I ain't about to be thinking about kids. You know, I don't know if I've shared this on the pod, but when I was younger, I thought by 25, I would be married already. And then by 28 or something, I would have my first kid. But you best believe that shit ain't happening anytime soon. <laughs> you never know. Like, you never know. Like, one thing can literally change in your life that will, no, like, keep man. all of that. True. Maybe. All right, 2021 is a year of dad gets a kid. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, like, you know, I'm well, always the person that, like, focuses on the leading up to like I don't That's like true. going on roller coasters because I don't like the fear and the angst leading up to it mm-hmm. I don't like doing certain things because of all the the things that I'm thinking about leading up to it right so it's like I feel like that you have that with the kid thing but yeah. I definitely think like if something was to happen like I don't know like something that happens in your life to like literally change that like you won't even think about it anymore, you know? So it's just like, obviously right now, like even when thinking about childbirth, like makes me uncomfortable, you know, but it's not uncomfortable in a way where it's like, ew, it's so gross. It's just like, oh my gosh, like your body goes through so many changes. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Like it's a lot, but it's not to like, be like, ew, gross, like childbirth. Like, no. Yeah. I'm just scared of the pain. Uh, I'm also gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little bit embarrassed of, you know, accidentally pooping on the, uh, the birthing table. (laughs) Cause that's when, gonna happen when you push the baby out you know the poo poo gonna come out too like you know but like in the moment i'm just gonna be like yo fuck that shit get this thing out of me like not in a mean way just like i'm in so much pain just like please end you know what i mean but like yeah yeah i don't know like i always tell this to janice nine months without salmon sashimi i really don't think i i don't know if i can do it i really don't know if i can do it i can't but, i know, don't know if i can do it without spicy food but you know yo without gone. wine i don't know man i i know a couple of my friends who uh got pregnant like uh, and had kids like relatively early, um, who are avid wine lovers. They like the first thing they did after they got, um, uh, first thing they did after they got, uh, sorry, they, they gave birth was, you know, pop the, pop a bottle of wine, drank that shit. And it's just like, dude, must, must have tasted so good. But I do hold a pregnancy if I ever do get pregnant, makes me like cilantro. I'm just saying, <laughs> God, if you're over, if God, if you're out there, thank you for blessing me with you know, potentially a future child. However, please also bless me with taste buds that change. I like cilantro because apparently I'm missing out and I can't do anything about it. What a weird thing to wish for. Dude, when you have a best friend who literally eats raw cilantro and then like goes like, it's the best thing ever, I want to try it. But every time I try it, it tastes like shit. So what am I to do? You can you can wish for anything out there, but you wish to eat that. Interesting. You are missing out, but you know, but like you know, pregnancy. I'm also missing out on like how much I love other stuff that I don't like. That's true. That's very true. But yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like parenting. There's like a lot that goes into it. Whether or not you guys like um, our parents. I don't know if parents are listening to us. That's kind of cool, but also a little bit scary <laughs> that parents are listening to our podcast. Um, but kids out there, try to you know understand your parents a bit better. You know, figure out like how you want to live your life and how you necessarily don't uh have to parent the way that your parents do you know yeah everybody's on their own path everybody's doing their own Mm -hmm. thing listen to your Mm -hmm. parents if they're I don't even know if I don't even know if I should say listen to your parents do but also like don't sometimes it's a confusing message it's never either or use your best judgment (laughs) y'all oh my god <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to say. Like, what are you gonna say? Like, tell these kids to listen to their parents, but the parents be like, "Do drugs, like, don't do drugs, man." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, shit. 
<laughs> just be open-minded is my advice. Yeah, that's true. Being open-minded. And that is what we're going to start doing in the new year. Is we're At the very end of each episode, we're going to try to give out a little bit of, you know, friendly advice, you know, experiential advice that, you know, we've gone through or just, you know, something interesting that we'd like to share with you besides obviously the very interesting topics that we handpick just for Mm -hmm. you to listen to every Monday morning because we care about you and we miss you every week. Sure. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know you guys say some shit like that. But yeah, happy new year to you all. Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners who have been listening to us uh, in 2020. Um, And yeah. That's all. That's all for me. Happy New Year, y'all! <laughs> I'm like really drained of my. Um, I'm just really drained, guys. But the New Year is different than the years before. I usually have more energy than this, but it's been a long week, so we, and we will all have catch. It. Yeah, we will catch you next week when Janice is more filled with energy. She's dying yep. right now. She's dying. If you guys can see her on uh, our like hangout chat right now, she's uh, squirming around on a couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ready to take a nap. Yep. And she's probably going to take one right, right after this. But as always, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate every one of you. If you guys have anything you would like to share with us, your experiences, your ideas, um, or thoughts on the idea of free range parenting, or if you know you want to shit on us for trying to find a balance, and uh, you just you believe that all children should be trained. Yes, I said the word trained because I watched a video, and a parent said they would like their kids to be trained, and I found that a little bit strange. You train a dog, you do not train your children. Anyways, um, yeah, let us know in the. I was gonna say the comments below, but this ain't for YouTube. This is. On Apple Music and Spotify, of course, at Reduce Reuse and Post Podcast. Follow us on Instagram as well. Leave us a comment there. It goes down in the DMs with your thoughts, questions, and any other topics that you would like us to talk about. <laughs> She's just shaking her head at me. Jazz is just shaking her head at me. <laughs> it's not an episode with Nat if she doesn't, like, do that. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye.